Hi, welcome to Gardening, a careers podcast you should listen to if you want to grow your career online and offline. Hi, my name is May Ping, and I'm a professional career coach and international speaker with more than a decade of experience at some of the biggest companies in the world. To learn more about what I do, visit mayping.com. That's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G.com. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, everyone. My name is May Ping. I am an ACCA member, chartered accountant, and ACCA World Prize winner from 15 years ago. So, if you are currently an ACCA student, affiliate member, or maybe somebody who's just really thinking about accounting and finance as a career, you are at the right place. So, let me give you guys a little background as to why I've created this series. So, this is a 12-week ACCA series which is really dedicated to ACCA students, affiliate and members as part of my give back to the ACCA community. So I have been an ACCA member for 15 years, so since 2006. So journeying from a student, affiliate, ACCA member, and right now as an FCCA, I have went through the entire cycle. And this two weeks, this 12-week um series is really just a, a gift back, you know, sharing about my career journey, some of the top exam tips that has helped me become the world prize winner, which is basically the number one score in the world. And more importantly, how I have positioned myself for corporate career success after I've gotten my ACCA. So in this next 12 weeks, I'll be able to share with you guys a little bit more insights that hopefully can inspire you and get you thinking about what would it be like to go through the entire ACCA qualification and maybe some of the things that you could do in your career after you have completed your ACCA? So um, a bit of background about myself. I am. I started with um, ACCA, the CAT program in 2006. Then later on, I've gone through the entire um, ACCA cycle, as I said, so as a student, affiliate and member and I started my career in the corporate world. So just more than a decade in the corporate world, one of the questions I get asked a lot is the fact that, oh, Ping, we did not realize that you're actually an ACCA member or the fact that you're an accountant because looking at your entire corporate career history, you have worked in so many different industries, right? You have worked in different, different functions that looks a little bit beyond what we thought a traditional accountant would uh, would do. So that kind of inspired me to you know think about hmm maybe these are some of the in- interesting thoughts that or maybe ideas and insights that current or future accountants like yourself could find some inspiration from it and hopefully see how that you uh, is something that you could use to help you plan your career as well and. Um, over time, over the so many years of me working in corporate, and nowadays um, I spend my time as a career coach, I also get a lot of questions from ACCA students, um, affiliate and members asking me if I could share some tips on how they can do better in their exam as well as actually achieve career growth. So like I said, this is what we'll be doing in the 12-week series specially dedicated to the ACCA community. So this is week one. So first week, 
let me share with you guys my entire ACCA career journey for the past 15 years. So hopefully in this story, you can get a little bit of an inspiration as to the, the process and, and I guess like the challenge and the worries that we all go through before deciding whether ACC is the right qualification and then how we go through and rather I guess how I went through the studying process um, to becoming an affiliate to getting my first job and literally how I managed to utilize the ACCA qualification as I rise up the corporate ladder. So before I left the corporate world, um, two years ago, I was the senior director at Standard Chartered Bank, managing a, a business portfolio of more than 1 billion US dollars. So just in a span of 10 years, from the time that I graduated from ACCA to the time that I left the corporate world, I have managed to climb up the corporate ladder, being in various management and leadership positions. So the point I'm trying to share with all of you is that never restrict yourself in terms of what you can do with the qualification. So yeah, let's, let's go into uh, a little bit about my career, maybe not career history, but rather my um, journey with ACCA as a whole. So in the year 2006, which was 15 years ago, that was the time that I first graduated from high school. So at that time, I was really confused as to what should be my career path, what kind of qualification should I take, and what I, what I think you know would be most suitable for me, so that I actually will not regret the decision. So, I kind of explored different different um, programs and courses available, and I came across ACCA, which was um, a very highly recommended course and program uh, where I'm currently based. So I'm Malaysian, based in Malaysia. So at that time, um, I took a look at the entire program course structure, and I also mapped it against what I was pretty good at in high school. So one of the realizations that I had back to, you know, 15 years ago, um, as I reflected on my years in high school, I realized that hmm, accounting as a accounting as a subject came pretty naturally to me. So obviously, you know, I did a bit more research on like the ACC qualification and then, you know, what are the potential career paths? And I saw a lot of positive stories. So I decided to take the plunge and just sign up, right? Sign up for, um, um, sign up to, to study um, ACC. So I started with the CAT program, which is the uh, Certified Accounting Technician. So this is like the pre-ACCA um, foundation program. So that was something I started in 2006 and I completed that program in a year and then I transitioned to ACCA part two and part three and that was in 2007 and 2008 respectively. So something really quick that I want to share is that um, I achieved the first time pass, uh, first time, first attempt pass rate for ACCA. So that means that I passed all my papers in a go and I completed my ACCA in three years, um, which is the uh, closer to the minimum time that you can really um, get the entire qualification. So I completed my ACC in three years and I pretty much graduated when I was 19 or 20 years old. And that was in 2008, 2009 timing. So I think one of the biggest achievements I really accomplished during the entire ACCA program is that for one of the ACCA papers, I was the world prize winner for uh, paper T7, which is Planning, Control, and Performance Management, many, many years ago. Um, I think it's, it was quite a surreal feeling to, to get notified that, you know, I received the number one score in the world, which was 
really extremely surprising. And uh, to know that you've pretty much beaten out you know, 20,000 more people who have also attempted the exam paper at the same time, I think that is quite a humbling experience. But I think that gave me a lot of hope and a lot of aspirations as to what I could potentially do with the qualification. So that was a little bit more about my studying time, right? Three years with ACCA. Obviously, you know, I went through the, the standard thing that every student would go through, right? Stressing about exams, worrying about, you know, not enough time to study, worrying if I had gotten enough information, worried if, you know, I have understood all my lecturers. So like the typical challenges that you would you are currently going through as an ACC student, I have been there. Um, so over the next couple of weeks, I'll be sharing with you guys like some of the really good exam tips, right, that you could you could utilize and you could really practically implement to maybe help you get that first time passes that you're looking for, or just really helping you to pass that one ACCA paper or that several ACCA papers that you will be taking um, in the course of time. So well, after I graduated, um, after I graduated from ACCA. In 2008-2009, I started my full-time job at a very small audit firm in Penang, Malaysia. So, of course, um, it was actually quite easy for me to get the um, role as an audit assistant. I think particularly in Malaysia, um, ACC is a very highly recognized qualification. So, it was quite easy for me to, um, to get a role in an audit firm. And that was something that I did for about a year. Um, what I did also notice is that because I was an ACCA graduate in that small audit firm and there were not many ACCA graduates there, um, a lot of them are actually from, um, a lot of my colleagues were actually from like, local universities. I think I saw a bit of a, a, a gap. Maybe it's just the way that uh, you know we approached the ACCA program in terms of modules and versus, I guess, other programs out there. So I think I could see a little bit of a distinction. And I think at the end of the day, like we we still need to develop the soft skills that are required to succeed in the corporate world. But I think um, getting trained in ACCA did help me give a bit of get a bit of perspectives on how I could really be able to add value. And even in that role in a very small audit firm, um, I had a really good working relationship with the partner as well. And I was also invited to join a lot of client meetings, which I think normally is not really given to somebody who's a little bit more junior. Then after that, I progressed in my career to join a big four. So I, I joined Ernst & Young Singapore. And again, right, I think in Southeast Asia, I think the ACC qualification is quite sought after. So it was also quite easy for me to make the transition to join big four. Of course, there are the inherent challenges of you know, joining a new company, new culture, and so forth. But I think the technical skill set that was required to succeed as an auditor and as an accountant, a lot of it, I think the foundation was pretty much set already. So I found the transition from a cultural standpoint, it was something to work on, right? Something I needed to adapt. But I think from a technical standpoint, I think a lot of it, I was trained already. So um, I felt quite comfortable with that in general. So what was interesting was actually the my career after the audit firm. So most of the times, like um, when people take the ACCA course or they become ACCA members, I think one of the mindset limitations that they have is that you can only become an accountant, you can only become an auditor, or, or you can only be in tax, or maybe at most, at most, right, you can get into finance. So I think that's a bit of a mindset block. But what I've done after the 
working in big four was I joined um, Visa as an internal auditor, internal control specialist working with um, uh, the Asia Pacific, Central Europe, Middle East and Africa region together with a stint at the global office in the US. So this was like one of my one of the first steps I took to kind of moved away from external audit. So from external audit, I transitioned to internal audit at one of the biggest global payments company in the world, which is Visa. Then from there on, that's where my career gets a little bit more interesting. So my next role right after Visa actually was in financial crime compliance risk management at Standard Chartered Bank. So right now you might be wondering, hmm, maybe you just told me that you're an ACCA member. You just said that, you know, you're an accountant, you're a trained accountant. Like, How did you get into risk management and how did you get into compliance? And that sounds like a very niche area in itself. And how did you utilize your qualification? And basically, how did you convince the company to give you this very specialized expert position? Because in that role with Standard Chartered, I was responsible for, um, initially when I started, it was in due diligence advisory for the Asia Pacific region. And then within three months after that, I got promoted to a manager to lead the governance and control team where we were running global uh, multinational, uh, global projects worth millions of dollars. So I was one of the key stakeholders running those projects in banking. Um, and I think one of the constant questions I get asked, and it was actually during that time, people started wondering, hmm, maybe what kind of qualifications do you get? And people were very surprised when they heard that I'm a trained accountant. So I think people don't really expect that accountants can easily make the transition. But the point I want to try to make here is that along my journey, I've never really saw ACCS and like a, like a prison, you know, meaning that if I have ACCA or FCCA in my title, I can only do this. That is not true. I've been extremely open to the various career opportunities, but I think the more important thing is that I took what the technical structural um, framework that the ACCA course taught me, and I actually added it on with a lot of the soft skills, a lot of the, um, the business acumen, and a lot of other things that are basically required to succeed in the corporate world, right? So industry knowledge and all those other things. So while people were surprised that I managed to make a transition, personally, I was really not that surprised. How I saw it was having, you know, being an ACCA member, being an FCCA, adds a bit of a, a push, right? It's not something that's like a shiny object in my resume. And I think that kind of gets me the attention initially where my resume will be considered, obviously amongst other things, but I think having that ACCA qualification definitely helps. And of course, other than that, it's just the way that you present your um, um, position yourself as a really strong professional, somebody with expertise, and more importantly, somebody who is tagged to a really big global accountancy body, right? Because we go through a lot of training, a lot of CPD, and all those and so forth. So that was like, I would say like the first step out of something that's completely different. And uh, mind you, in that role with Standard Chartered and in financial crime compliance, I was not in like the junior position. This was literally a managerial lead working closely with the businesses on multi-million dollar projects. So it's a pretty big role for somebody who supposedly doesn't have the right qualification. But like I said, it's what you actually do with the qualification. Um, I mean, for me, it's ACCA. For you, maybe it could be something else. Um, but it's really how you position that and really be able to get out the positive things that 
from the qualification beat the programs, right, or the ongoing CPDs, just how you actually maximize that. And interestingly, after that position with um, financial crime compliance, I actually moved into a business portfolio management function, also at Standard Charter. So again, I actually got a promotion and eventually I was promoted to director. So at that time, I have pretty much successfully moved across the three lines of defense. So again, I started in external audit and then internal audit. So this means, you know, still the third line of defense sort of place um, where a lot of work was more like, you know, audit risk and uh, audit and assurance. Then I moved on to financial crime compliance. So this compliance risk management function was very second line approach. I did a lot of business advisory. I also dealt with a lot of auditors um, internally within the bank. So that was really my role in the second line and even an internal audit as well. Like I was involved in some internal control specialist reviews. So that was a bit of the second line work. And I think finally the later part in my career, I really transitioned from like third line, second line to ultimately to the first line because I joined a business team that is revenue generating. So again, it creates a lot of question marks and a lot of people are like, how did you do that? So I've given you guys the answer already. The how did I how did I achieve that was to really focus on my core competencies, my strong points, but I do still think that having that FCCA, having that ACCA member on my resume and on my profile, I think definitely helps add a little bit more credibility to the things that I have done. So I think that was really the, the entire journey from 2006 to 2008, where I was an ACCA student, then a couple of years as an affiliate, and after that as a full-fledged ACCA member, and then later on applying for my FCCA. So two years ago, I transitioned into career coaching. So right now, I mainly focus on helping professionals, including accountants, to grow their careers. And during my course of work right now, I do talk to a lot of ACCA members as well. And the, like I said, the reason why I'm sharing this 12-week ACCA series is because I've gotten so many questions and so many requests from the ACCA community. And I've just decided to really run this series to give back. And I'm really proud to share that when I transitioned to career coaching in two in the year 2020, which was last year, um, I was really fortunate to connect to various ACC offices and be invited to be a speaker, to share my knowledge, my insights, and my journey with fellow members all around the world. So since I became a professional career coach um, and coupled with my very strong corporate experience at the management and leadership level, I have spoken at events with ACCA Malaysia, ACCA Singapore, ACCA Europe, and I've also recorded videos for the um, global ACCA in the UK. So I think it's a really privilege for me to be able to continue to share my knowledge, continue to share my insights with um, fellow ACCA students, athletes, and members out there. So that's my 15-year journey with ACCA, and I hope to be able to journey with the community over the next couple of years. So if you have enjoyed this video, if you have enjoyed this of my you know, personal ACCA journey, personal ACCA career story, right? Share with me in the comments below. Share your ACCA journey with me. I really love to hear from you. And if you find videos like this helpful, share it with a friend, share with another ACCA student, another ACCA affiliate, and another ACCA member. I hope that they also get inspired and start to get a lot of ideas on what they can actually do 
with the qualification and how they can really plan their career for success. So I hope that my ACCA journey story inspires you. And I also hope that your own ACCA journey story can inspire somebody else. So if you enjoyed this video, make sure to like and subscribe and make sure to stay tuned because I will be going through a 12-week series. And during that time, I will go through not just my ACCA journey. In the next couple of weeks, I also share with you some of the ACCA jobs and career paths that you can consider as a as an ACCA member and chartered accountant. I'll also be sharing with you guys some of the top tips on how I became a World Prize winner and some of the top tips that you can also implement to pass your ACCA exam. So we'll be going through a little that in a little bit more detail over the next couple of weeks. And finally, I'll also be sharing with you guys some networking strategies and how you can really plan your career that is more forward looking so that you really position yourself for career success as a future accountant or as a future trusted and expert professional. So with that, I hope that you enjoyed today's video and I'll see you in the next episode. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you enjoyed this video, make sure that you share this with a friend and inspire them in their career journey as well. So with that, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more awesome content like this, remember to like and subscribe. Also, head on over to my website, meiping.com, that's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G.com, and subscribe to my weekly newsletter for more career growth and personal development tips. You can find the links in the description box below. Once again, you're listening to Got A Ping, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!